As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Success for Women show where you can view us on Talk 4 TV and listen to us on the Women for Women Network. I am Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, your host, and my mission is to help women accelerate the path to success. Well, today's topic is going to be a little different from what we've been having. I have Dr. Lane rolling on the show today, and he is an infectious disease expert. And I brought him in because I'd like him to just let us know what we can expect in the uh, coming months. So he's going to give us his nuggets and his wisdom on the virus and this uh, pandemic that we're going through. And let me just tell you just a little bit about uh, Dr. Rowling. Dr. Rowling is a highly trained professional educator, distinguished and notable medical doctor with over 30 years of experience. He is the director of the uh, Tropical Pathology and Infectious Disease Organization, is a non, uh, which is a non-governmental organization and an educational organization, which is divine, uh, designed to educate students in the basic science, diagnosis, and treatment 
of infectious tropical diseases. Dr. Uh, Lane, he has implemented new and improved environmental and safety and security protocol guidelines to be utilized in the inception of viral diseases and pandemics. His specialty is in is in, in infectious diseases, and he is a board he is board certified with extensive experience in clinical and hospital settings in the military and around the world. So. Without uh, further ado, let me just bring on Dr. Rowling so we can get started asking him some of the questions that all of us have had on our mind uh, for the last, almost the last year now. Dr. Rowling, welcome to the Successful Women's Show. I am so happy with your busy schedule that you were able to uh, come on and just kind of talk to us about what's going on. So how are you today? I'm doing super fantastic, Dr. Lewis, and I appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to be on your platform so we can educate some folks about what's happening uh, in the world and how we can save people's lives and make people's lives better over the next uh, several years of this global pandemic, which is not global anymore. It's global endemic uh, disease, the SARS-CoV virus. Wow. Um, so... Here, my first question to you is, um, and it's, you know, like I said, what's on a lot of people's mind, we've seen and heard a lot about the coronavirus and uh, a lot of information has been confusing. Um, you know, we just don't know what to believe, what not to believe. So can you kind of tell us about this disease itself? Can you tell us a little bit about the coronavirus disease? Well, I think uh, what everybody needs to try to understand is just the basic information of what a virus is. Viruses are made up of two different types of genetic material. It could be DNA or RNA. What makes this particular virus interesting is that this is an RNA virus. In fact, it's the largest RNA virus on the planet with a lot of immunogenic capabilities, which means that the virus can change. It, it mutates right now. This particular SARS-CoV-2 is mutating every two weeks. And this SARS-CoV virus is pretty interesting because, it, in fact, it came and jumped from a bat into a human being. And a lot of people don't understand that when we talk about epidemics or pandemic, they usually start from an animal virus, jumps into a man by the man eating the monkey or the man drinking the blood of the bat or, you know, getting in contact with that infected animal. And once that virus jumps into a human being, we call that accidental host spillage or spillover, and that's the beginning of a pandemic or what we call a global pandemic, which is global endemic now. Wow. So um, in understanding this virus and, you know, uh, what we know, so many people have succumbed to the virus. And so one of the questions that uh, another question that's on everybody's mind is and again, confusing information we've been hearing is regarding the wearing of a mask during this time. How effective is wearing a mask to our overall safety? Well, it's probably, it's, it's, it's very important. It's part of, uh, part of the frontline protection. But I, you know, what we say is biosafety security protocols, your personal biosafety security protocols, because it's frontline protection from contracting disease through respiration. I think your audience needs to understand, in my world of infectious diseases, how do, how do we control ourselves from getting infected? You know, why isn't Dr. Rowling, who works with people with uh, HIV from 
uh, you know, methicillin resistant tuberculosis, dengue, all these epidemics that are treated in the jungles for real patients, why haven't I got infected? And what reason why is that I understand basic biosecurity protocol. So to your question, first of all, the respiratory is very important. This is a transmission mode, i.e. the virus can live in the atmosphere or in the air. Somebody breathes in that room that's infected and be there for 14 minutes. This virus doesn't really recognize social distancing. This virus can go three feet, six feet, 27 feet. But what also is important as part of that transmission as a frontline offensive of the mask, you folks and your folks need to understand we have a thing called seven Fs. If you understand the seven Fs and the R, doing this endemic infection now, you will be able to protect yourself and be able to have a pretty good outcome. And the seven Fs are what we call a transmission of diseases, be it virus or bacteria. We have seven Fs. We have a, one F is face, another one is feces, another one is flies, another one is formite. We have a foot, we have fingers, and we have, um, that's it, that's seven. Yeah, that's seven of them, and fingers are the seven Fs. And so when we talk about the seven Fs and the R, if you understand how diseases are transmitted, you can mitigate it. For example, out of the seven Fs, one of them is foot. Well, it really is the bottom of your shoes. A lot of people don't realize that this virus is transmitted on the bottom of your shoes. Mm -hmm. So when you come from outside to your house, you better have something in that front door that disinfects your, your shoes, i.e. going to a school. Whatever the biosecurity protocols an individual establishment has, it always can get broken because people don't realize that virus transmits under the bottom of your shoes. Also, another concept is that people don't realize that the virus lives in your feces for 35 days. Mm. So you can imagine going to a public place or somebody's asymptomatic or positive, the bathrooms usually don't have toilet lids on them. So you flush that toilet, that virus in the feces becomes ultra aerolized, goes all over the bathroom, gets on clothes, gets on the mirror, gets on the door handle, you touch that on the bottom of your shoes again. So your bathroom and feces is a very important transmission. We say that respiratory is important, but also the fecal contamination through feces itself. Also, it's important for your folks out there to understand that this virus lives on your cell phone for 28 days. It lives on your ATM card for 28 days. It lives on money for 28 days. It lives on surfaces for 28 days. Influenza lives for 14 days. So part of understanding the Fs, and uh, I can talk about this for hours, is understanding transmission. For example, what is a formite? A formite is an inanimate object, i.e. your cell phone, your, your pencil, your paper, the, the ATM keys, the gas holder, i.e. the first case that was transmitted and started in Germany occurred on a salt shaker. That's an inanimate object. So you need to understand the perspective. Your face, people touch their face on an average 100 times a day. So you can imagine that. You understand flies. You understand food because food, these plants that people work in, chicken plants, meat plants, people are infected. They're asymptomatic. They're coughing. They're hacking. No matter if they have the mask, that virus is in the air. It gets onto the meat, the chicken. They wrap it up. They freeze it. They ship it from North Carolina to your home in D.C., you unwrap it, you touch your face, you get an infection. So you have to sterilize or disinfect the outside of that package. And it's very critical for folks to understand the seven Fs and also the respiratory 
if you're planning on surviving this, this, this endemic infection. Folks, you need to understand by the December, there will be another 250,000 Americans are going to die. I can promise you by March, the number's going to be maybe 750,000 because we're at the beginning of the second wave of also the influenza, and people will get influenza A or B and also the SARS-CoV-2 virus at the same time. So it behooves you to listen to the experts that really understand infectious diseases and make sure you have a positive outcome. Wow. And that was actually going to be my next question. I was going to ask you about, um, you know, the possible uh, upswing, if there was going to be an upswing of the virus, um, you know, the, the coming up in this in these winter months. And what but what can we kind of do about that? I mean, what I know you said about the disinfecting different things and and uh, you talked about the packages, uh, the meat packages and things like that. I know when I go to the gas station or what have you, you, you mentioned the gas holder. I always put my gloves on uh, to pump my gas and, and things like that. However, I don't wear the gloves if I go, say, in the store, but I do have my disinfectant and I, I'm constantly constantly washing my hands. So uh, are, are these things effective or should we also uh, all, you know, wear our gloves more when we're out and about? I'll talk about all three, but let's talk about the, your initial question about folks. We're, this is part of the second wave. There's going to be three waves. We're in the second wave. Uh, and the second wave is starting, like I said, six months ago, October, November, December, January with the so we're in the second wave. We have a long ways to go, folks. There will be a third wave in March. And then we will recycle back around one more time. This is going to go on very strong, a minimum of two more years. 2022, we should start kind of getting the population kind of used to it. And numbers should start declining at that time. How do we find, how do we define uh, a pandemic? Well, uh, how do we define a first, second, or third wave? Well, what happens is that the cases drop like it did in the first wave and then they pop back up like they're doing in the second wave. And then it'll drop again and then we'll have an increase in case for the third wave. So flu is very important. Understanding that is here too. In these winter months that you gotta make sure that you have your windows open, making sure you have a great air filtration unit so the virus is not concentrated in there with, uh, with influenza or with the SARS-CoV virus. But to your answer about what you just said about, well, you know, you wear your gloves, uh, you know, and you, uh, you know, use that to pump your gas. Well, what do you use to disinfect your gloves? Sometimes your gloves are the biggest transmitter of the disease because people get a false sense of security. Okay. So my recommendation sometimes is that just use your normal hands and make sure you disinfect them because that always makes you cognizant of the environment. We call that situation awareness. And my recommendation also is that you need to make sure that you're, 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 you're the folks on this program understand that they have to have the best antiseptic hand wash and disinfection uh, for their hands, i.e. they need to make sure that they have, uh, you know, uh, stuff that kills the actual virus, bacteria, and fungus. And that's just for 24 hours, because if you wash your hands with soap and water, you might still get sick and, and die, because if you look at the World Health Organization rules and regulations on disinfection and washing hands with soap and water, it says right in there, we've known this for 30 years, that soap and water do not kill microorganisms. Mm -hmm. They kill secretions, get rid of excretions, secretions, debridement, mechanical debridement, but does not get rid of viruses or bacteria or microorganisms. So you got to make sure you have a great antiseptic, uh, you know, uh, a desanitizer hand wash for yourself. 
And then when you get into gloves, you need to make sure that you're kind of understanding wearing gloves. I was just flying uh, a, a two weeks ago from Vegas to New York in first class. Man, I'm you know sitting there, and I'm, I always observe people's habits. Guy came on there, he had his gloves on. He touched everything with his gloves, took the gloves off, put them on a thing, ate his little snack, and put them same gloves on when he got off that airplane. Wow. So them gloves became a vector. You know, that transmission of these, and I took pictures of that. So these are the smaller things that people need to understand to be able to better protect themselves, their family, uh, to be able to uh, move forward because this is our new norm. We're not going to back to what it was six months ago or a year ago. This is your new normality in this new day and age of the, the global endemic SARS-CoV virus. Wow. Um, that is scary. That is really scary. Um, because I thought, you know, like I said, I, I don't wear the gloves all the time, but I do in certain occasions with the gas pump. So now I know to it's better just to do, to do the hand disinfectant, which I keep in the car, I keep in my purse. So I always have it with me. And as you said, I, I tend to, I mean, wash my hands. I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little OCD about that now, <laughs> but I definitely, I'm always, you know, uh, washing my hands at, after anything that I, I touch and step definitely after being out and about and coming back home. Now, I when I go and make, uh, you know, get my groceries and things like that, I have not been, you know, I guess uh, taking precautions with that as far as uh, the packages or what have you. Um, I just, I guess I've just assumed that it's been okay. But another question that I have for you, uh, I know that uh, a, a lot of things that we were hearing too, where some of the deaths were caused, uh, people had underlying um, um, illnesses or what have you. So that was causing them to, to pass. So I'm going to assume that one of the things that would be helpful to us in the coming months would be to make sure that we uh, boost our immune systems. Is that a uh, good thing to to take precaution, do and make sure your immune system. And I know uh, I've been hearing like you know, make sure you do your vitamins, uh, vitamin C and things like that. Can you comment on that? Well, I mean, there's, you know, there's, you know everybody and in, 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 it's technically in the world, you're born into where you have a pretty good immune system. It's only a, a, a maybe a fraction of the people in the world have some type of immune deficit uh, disease themselves. Uh, the, the, the boy in the bubble syndrome that don't have an immune system at all. But most of us, on the most part, we have great immune system. Can you can you augment your uh, your diet to help your body have the energy to work up your immune system? Absolutely. Taking a multivitamin every day, maybe taking vitamin C, D, or zinc, and that's all you need to take, folks, because there's nothing else you can do to make your immune system more prime. There is no such thing as taking some juju juice. Uh, you that it is supposed to give you some extra energy uh, to boost your immune system, absolutely not. Great mental health, great diet, good exercise, a multivitamin every day, you're going to be fine. And the bottom line at the end of the day is making sure that you don't have exposure, having a large viral load that infects you. And that's when you put in these technologies from wearing a mask, how to wash your hands, having mats in front of your doors that can disinfect your shoes or your school, your building, 
whatever the case, this is some of the, the basic biosecurity protocols that, you know, as a chief medical officer for SRS, that we brought to the world and this technology to be able to save people's lives. Uh, I have a question in the chat room for you, and uh, the person wants to know, um, would this not seem to be a different strand of the flu? Uh, of the flu? So they want to know, is this uh, a different strand of the flu, I guess the flu virus, or what's the difference between this virus and the flu? Uh, absolutely not. You know, we have a thing in virology we call trophism. And trophism is a word that every virus is, uh, and bacteria has to follow the laws of evolution. Trophism means that for you to get a particular disease, the virus has to attach to a particular cell. So, for example, you want flu, uh, the flu virus has to attach to your cells in your lung. You want rabies? Well, if I take rabies and make it into a shampoo and you wash your hair with, sh uh, with rabies shampoo, you're not going to get rabies. But if that rabies touches your peripheral nerve, you're going to get rabies. The difference between the influenza virus and the SARS-CoV virus is that the influenza virus has trophism only for the lung cell. This virus, the SARS-CoV virus, has trophism for your eyes, your nose, your throat, your lungs, your kidney, your gastrointestinal tract, your testicles, coronary arteries, your brain cells. You get this disease, you recover, you will have a defect in your mental status by about 10 years mm -hmm. and all the other 25% of uh, losing your lung capacity. So there's a big difference between the influenza uh, virus, which is influenza A or B, versus this virus, which is a SARS-CoV virus. And on the average year, the influenza takes about 37,000 people's lives a year. And here in the United States, and you can look, we're at 250,000 with the SARS-CoV virus. It's only been eight months. And this thing is getting ready to kick up a little bit higher. So it's a big distinction between these viruses. And the trophism for the SARS-CoV virus is much different than the trophism for the influenza virus. Mm -hmm. So how effective uh, would it be? Because uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, they always want you to do every year, even before this started, is to take a flu shot. Now, I don't take the flu shot because when I was in the military and they gave me the flu shot for the uh, first time and um, it just it caused me to get sick. I my 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 uh, temperature went up to something like 102 and I passed out and they had to take me to the hospital and I was in the hospital for three days. So I don't take the flu shot anymore. How effective is the flu shot? And, and is that something that, you know, I should also look at doing? Well, in my opinion, and that's based off of science and medicine, the flu shot's not very effective at all. Okay. If you look at CDC's own records to tell you the flu shot's 25% effective. Reality is probably 10 to 15% effective. So it tells you that the other 85% of people that get that shot out of 100 doesn't have any benefits, but there are a lot of complications from it. The bottom line is that, you know, your immune system is going to do what it needs to do. My recommendation is not getting a flu shot in particular, but the probably the most important shot that you need to get and for your folks out there on the radio to get is called, we call it the pneumovax, the pneumovax 23, which prevents you from getting pneumonia. Very, very high tech, no side effects. And this is called pneumovax 23. So that's what I recommend to everybody because this prevents you from getting the streptococcus pneumonia, which is the number one leading cause of pneumonia that kills people with mm -hmm. the virus and also influenza. So pneumovax 23, you go to CVS pharmacy, any pharmacy, and they'll be able to get you a shot for you. 
and you do not need a doctor's prescription for it, just like getting a flu shot. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know, because like I said, I, I do not take that flu shot because, I mean, that's it, it's actually literally putting uh, the the strand of the disease into your body. Is that not correct when you get a flu shot? Well, that's what that's what the object is, supposed to be a kill vaccine. But the reality, you really are, and you have a, a live attenuated viruses they inject you with. But at the end of the day, when it comes to influenza, the reason why it's not effective is that the virus itself, the influenza virus, that actually replicates in the nucleus of the cell, you have a thing called antigenic shift and antigenic drift, which is you have a point mutation or you have recombination of the, the influenza genetic pattern. So that's why we never, ever come up with an effective vaccine that prevent it because the virus is always doing recombination and virus is changing. Wow. Uh, another question in the chat room, and uh, let's see, maybe you could figure this one out. Would you say they're spreading things to people saying it is a flu shot? Uh, I'm not sure that I, I really understand unless they're saying. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That they're giving people uh, other things, telling them it's a flu shot. Well, Maybe I, that... I, I think the most important thing is that you need to be informed and make sure you ask the right questions and find out what the statistics are. Because one of the things that we're having is a mistrust of the healthcare system, mm -hmm. especially for socially disadvantaged people, people of color, uh, because of the experiments from the Tuskegee syphilis experiment that went on from mm -hmm. 1922. 72, where they injected black folks with syphilis and didn't treat them, mm -hmm. and missing the eyeballs and heads, and these guys died from neurosyphilis. So, mm -hmm. big mistrust of the system. So, I would tell anybody before you do anything, make sure you vet the information, make sure you understand the, the complication, the side effects, ask the hard question because, like you say, you took the flu shot and you almost killed you. Yeah. And I also know. Uh, the military and, you know, nothing, you know, I love, I love the military, but I also knew that, know that they've done, you know, things, experimental uh, drugs too. And I remember when they wanted us to take the malaria pill, because uh, I was in Saudi Arabia and that was something else. Uh, I took it for about two days and I got, I started getting nauseous. So I stopped taking that too. <laughs> and I think a lot of people had 
uh, side effects from uh, that malaria pill that they they gave at that time back then. So it's like you say, I think it's it's if you can do the research or, or vet the 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 um, you know the drug or what have you, then that's that's what you really have to do. And I know for me, my body, I I always know I, I've never been a person to take a whole lot of medications. Right. So when something hits my system it's going to affect me quickly. And that's, that's why I know certain things, like I say, like that flu shot, I just don't mess with. I really don't. Well, Dr. Lewis, I think it's also important to your folks to understand. I did a program uh, three weeks ago with Icky Woods, the famous football player, Icky Woods, Shuffle, Cincinnati Bengals. His son died of asthma. Mm-hmm. It's things in this, this, this part of this, the question you asked about, you know, uh, healthcare, healthcare disparities, where I think you were leading to, is that for among a lot of black folks, uh, they have asthmatic problems. And one of the asthmatic triggers that can happen in your house is to set you up with a SARS coronavirus is having chlorine or bleach or Lysol. Mm-hmm. So cause you to have, a, have an asthma attack. And our recommendation to mitigate and help the folks with the healthcare disparity and making sure that their house is desanitized or disinfected is that we have a, stuff, a solution called ProGuardium at our company at SRS, and this ProGuardium is a natural green product, been around since 1858. You use it in your contact lenses. We use it in our bio decontamination unit that actually kills the SARS virus, the influenza virus, Ebola, gram positive, gram negative bacteria. And this is a game changer uh, uh, solution that I think that every home in America should have, and every business in America should have, and everybody in the world should have it. And when you go to our website, you'll see we've got these big bio-decontamination units for big companies and football stadiums. But we also have little mini bios that people can spray the gas pump handle. You can spray the car. You can spray your packages with the ProGuardium, and that will keep you from uh, mitigating and also uh, containing viral effects for your loved ones. Okay. So if um, what, if any, advice do you have for us that might, in some cases, uh, alleviate the fear that's out there right now? What would be your advice? The best, the best advice to alleviate, alleviate, alleviate the fear is to make sure you're talking to guys that are actually experts in the field, uh, like myself, that really truly under, understand infectious diseases. You know, uh, when you look at my background, I'm a military guy, military mm-hmm. You know, all six of my degrees, my two doctor degrees, my master's, my two degrees, and I'm certified in chemical and biological warfare by the U.S. Army. And that gives you a whole big difference. When I'm talking, I'm talking from the perspective of a scientist and also as a doctor, and somebody's actually been in the field and treated these epidemics and outbreaks like malaria and Ebola and dengue and chikungunya in the real jungles treating patients, that gives me a whole leg up on somebody drinking a uh, Starbucks coffee in an office in North Dakota. Wow. Yes, I noticed, like you said, from your uh, background that you, you've been all over too and, and, and been in probably some areas that you've really been able to see um, some of the things or some of the diseases, some of the 
illnesses that would have taken place. So I really want to uh, thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, leave us with? Anything else that you'd like to tell us that we should maybe focus on or do for these upcoming uh, months? Uh, what you know, you told us what we can expect, but anything else that you'd just like to leave us with? Well, I think the most important uh, thing for the, the women audience out there, because you guys have always seem to take the brunt of everything in our society, I think the most important thing is that you guys need to understand the information, understanding the transmission of disease, understanding that if you do have a business or a home, that you need to make sure that your home and businesses are checked out for the uh, check for the SARS-CoV virus, and we have that ability to do that as SRS that come to your home or come to your business and check it and test it for the actual virus and we will let you know for 90 minutes if your if your place is virus free that's a game-changing technology also if you had a business that's been shut down or and you want to get that business up and going you need to make sure you check for legionella or legionella, legionella uh, pneumophilia legionnaires disease because the water system your air conditioning unit has been shut down for a while the bacterial legionella will grow in that and then you turn that unit on Ma'am, you got Legionella and SARS-CoV, you have a 95% death rate. So making sure you have the ability to test your facility, making sure you have the best solution in the world, Provarium, making sure that you understand hand washing, understanding, making sure that you get the floor mats to disinfect the bottom of your feet. Game changer. Make sure, folks out there, that you have the best technology and making sure that your bathroom is under control because the virus lives in the feces for 35 days. So making sure your lid shut, making sure you have great technology or, uh, or what we call products to make sure that your bathroom stays sterile and safe and stuff. And after that, the most important thing is that you probably need to do a part two in, a, in a, maybe a month or so uh, to see what's going on because it's going to be a game changer. And I think the more people hear the information and listen to your platform, the more you can save people's lives, especially women. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. Uh, Lane Rowling. That's who we've been listening to. Um, I do have another guest that I want to bring on because after Dr. Rowling gave us all this information, I know some of you, um, there's the anxiety. Some people have go, go into depression and different things like that during this time. So I'd like to, I have another guest that I'm going to bring on. And she's basically going to just talk to us a little bit about uh uh, you know, mindset, resetting our minds so that we can stay calm, stay focused and and just kind of um, be on point or be prepared, stay prepared for what we're seeing and what what we're expecting to come. But Dr. Uh, Rowling, thank you so much for the information that you have given us. Uh, if you'd like to stay on, you're more than welcome uh, to do so uh, as I bring the next guest on, which is um, my next guest is going to be Madeleine Wise. She's going to come on, as I said, and just kind of give us a little bit of uh, mind reset so that we can sort of kind of keep our keep a healthy thought, keep positive thoughts and different things like that. So again, thank you. I know you're flying here, flying there. So you too, uh, be well and stay safe. You know, you know what they say about doctors sometimes. So you stay safe though. Thank you for being on the show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I'd like to introduce my next guest, uh, Madeleine. 
Claire Wise. Thank you for coming on today. Madeline and Madeline. Yes, Madeline and Madeline. <laughs> um, so I just want to you know, just tell my audience a little bit uh, about you also. And however, you know, you are going to just kind of bring us into just a little bit of positiveness today. And, and I really appreciate you too. Madeleine Wise, she's trained in psychotherapy uh, through the Harvard system and coaching via Erickson International and in organizational behavior at the Boston U University. She's a uh, gra the Graduate School of Management. She's a former group mental health practice administrative director, psychotherapist, and former associate director of the anatomical gift program at Harvard Medical School. So Madeline, uh, I don't want to take too much time introducing you. You can tell them a little bit about yourself, but most importantly, I want you to get into that mind reset. So to just uh, get us off and, and keep us, you know, keep our minds open and positive. Well, thank you for having me. I have to tell you that before, before he started talking, mm -hmm. I thought, what could he possibly say that we haven't heard on CNN or whatever channel you like to watch? And yes. as I listened, it was like eye-opening. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Now, I'm no stranger to bugs. I started my career in a clinical chemistry laboratory and I went, worked for the USDA Biological Control Lab. And so, you know, I'm not usually freaked out by things like that. But when I listened to him and heard about the bat to human being, which we already knew, but there was something so graphic when he said that if the people are drinking the monkey blood or eating them, mm -hmm. then... I really was, I had heard about the bottom of my shoes, but I really wasn't thinking that much about that, which is going to yeah. take me to a point I want to make about the pluses and minuses of denial. But now I'm scared of my toilet. I'm scared of my salt shaker. And, it, and so when I was thinking about that, I remembered that when I was in social work school 100 years ago, there was an article that stands out and it was about denial. And what it said, you know, people typically think that that's a bad thing mm -hmm. and it's actually not. It can really be our friend if we stay plugged into reality long enough to take care of all of these bullets that he kindly presented to us. Mm -hmm. And once we have done that, a little denial, whether it's your favorite show on Netflix or your favorite wine or whatever it is, a little denial can really go a long way to helping settle one down. I wasn't planning on saying that until, until I heard him. Absolutely. And then I thought, whoa, how much of this should we keep present, top of mind? And what I'm saying is just enough to get the job done, which is to take the proper precautions yes. and then put it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So tell us about uh, how we can, you know, mind the mind reset. I know you said you were going to yep. show us like a example of that. So go ahead and do that. Uh, you have about mm, about 10. Can you do it about 10, about 10 minutes or so? Absolutely. OK, great. Yeah. So there's something called polyvagal breathing. Okay. And poly and by the way, for our listeners, there's a free um, instruction sheet on my website for this. So you don't need to get hung up on remembering every single thing. And it's so easy, you won't have any trouble remembering it anyway. But there's a polyvagal nerve that runs throughout the body all the way up to the brain. Mm -hmm. And when we stimulate that nerve, which is what this exercise does in less than 30 seconds, when we stimulate that nerve, it takes us out of the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight, fight, flight, freeze. Mm -hmm. And it puts us into the poly, the parasympathetic, which is the calming system. And it's more actually than just being um, calm, which is great. So that's one benefit. But the other thing is we have, we have decisions to make now that we never had to make before. And you don't want to make those from your overreacting lower brain. You want to make, I have clients who are making really major decisions in their lives and they're all doing this exercise to make sure that they have the executive brain in charge. So what happens is when we get really anxious, we knock the executive brain offline. So we don't even have access to it. So when we calm the anxiety of the amygdala, let's say, which is saying to us, I don't like what's going on here. And it's, it's all out of control and throws the higher brain offline. When we calm that, then the brain is integrated again. And your agitated part of you can say, I don't like what's going on here. What do you think we should do? And your higher brain can take the stance. Thank you for sharing. I got it from here. So I'm going to teach you how to, in three breaths, under 30 seconds, it takes me, might take you more or less, um, how to kick things upstairs so that you feel better and have your higher brain in charge for all the many, many decisions we all have to make. Okay. Did, did all of that make sense so far? Well, we're getting it. We're calming down because we're we're. Uh, I'm getting questions. They're ready to see how to reset. <laughs> All right. Feet flat on the ground. Mm -hmm. Okay. Top of the head, parallel with the sky. Mm -hmm. Chin tucked in slightly. And we're gonna take three luxurious breaths. Your belly is going to go out on the in-breath and come all the way back in on the out-breath. So that's a little different from anxious breathing, yeah. where we fill up the chest. And that causes actually even greater anxiety. So everybody take one breath this, this different way, and then we'll do our three breaths. Just practice one. 
So in through the nose and fill up your belly all the way up. And then out through the nose, belly all the way in. And now let's begin and take our three breaths. Belly in on the out breath, belly out on the in breath. How was that, Dr. Madeline? It's in, in the beginning, it's a little difficult to, yeah. then you get the hang of it because you, you, in, you know, you breathe in, but you're, you're pushing your, um, your stomach out so that you can feel, like right. you said, fill it up and then do the opposite at, at the end. And so this is supposed to, uh, as you said, help you to calm down. It's like a calming effect for you. It not only makes you calmer, it makes you smarter. Because you have your higher brain mm -hmm. online. When okay. you're really anxious, you're not thinking straight. Okay. You're, you're running for your life. You're not like problem solving. You're so you just, uh, basically, this is just to make you give you some time to stop and, like you say, regroup, reset. So that you can, when the decision that you make, you're not making out it making it out of anxiety or anything like that, but you're you're making it from a calm. You're coming from a calmer. You're not making okay. it from the suffering state. Mm -hmm. you, do, you do not want your suffering state to make any decisions about your life for you, okay. other than other than car coming, get out of the way. Okay. So now somebody wanted to know, is, is it cheating to have your eyes open? So is it okay to have your eyes open or should you have your eyes closed when you're so doing the exercise? What I recommend is that if it's comfortable to close your eyes, that's fine. Otherwise you can simply gaze downward. Okay. Yeah, that's what I did. I was. And what's so cool about this is that you can, you can do this in an, elevator with, well, I don't know how many people are going into an elevator with other people now, but you can do this anywhere, anytime. And no one even necessarily knows that you're doing it. Doing it. Because uh, you're just breathing. We got to breathe anyway. You know? Wow. Well, yeah. I thank you. This is, uh, this has been great. We're glad that you were able to come on. Like I said, uh, I, I did this and I wanted uh, Madeleine Wise to come on because when she and I spoke the other day and I told her who my guest was going to be, she suggested this would be a nice exercise for a lot of people uh, that you know, anxiety, have that anxiety, and especially thinking about the fact that we're, we're in basically in the winter months now yeah. and the things that uh, we yeah. might be uh, uh, looking at are coming that's ahead. So you want to be calm. You don't want to be anxious. You don't want to be depressed. You, and you certainly don't want to be thinking about this stuff 24 hours a day. So this is a way to to just kind of regroup, reset, and just keep yourself in, in, in somewhat of a, a calm calming mode. So again, I'd like and, to thank you. I know. Smart. Yeah. And, smart, and smart. make smarter decisions. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like not going out with, uh, without wearing your mask and things yeah, like that. Right. So exactly. um, I do want to thank you also for coming on and being a guest and, and giving us uh, this information. Mm -hmm to uh, definitely appreciate you. As you know, you've been listening to the Successful Women uh, show. 
We're on the Women for Women Network and Talk for TV. My guest today was Dr. Lane Rowling and also Madeleine Wise. So I want to thank both of them. I want to thank my viewers and my listeners for joining us today. Um, I hope that uh, the information that was brought to you today was very helpful. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, please go to my website at uh, www.exwsi.com or email me at info at exwsi.com. And Madeline, would you please uh, let them know how they can reach out to you also? Okay, so madelineweiss.com and then all the other icons for Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn are all right there. So if you just go to the website and there's a pull down where it's in a box that says complimentary exercises. If you go to the pull down and pull and click power breathing, I like to call it power breathing. So the exercise we just did. So if you click power breathing, you'll get the instruction sheet for that. Great. Thank Thank you. Uh, Appreciate that. Uh, So you have that information. Make sure that um, you, the, share this episode, also like our channel, and also make sure that you um, let others know that we are here every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Today we had two guests, so we did something a little different today. Uh, Who knows, next week we might have something. But we're also going to bring Madeline uh, Wise back again uh, to be a guest on the show because she has some great information to share with us. So again, you've been listening to the Successful Women Show, and we are here every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am your host, Dr. Madeline Ann Lewis, and I am helping women accelerate the path to success. Thank you again for joining us. Be well and stay safe out there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.